Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I tell you what, it was awesome having Ed Bully on the air. Always awesome. That guy is a trip, man. I'm yeah, telling, yeah, and that guy awesome. can tell you stories for days. Every time we go to Atlanta, I can just sit and talk to him forever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love it. I, mean, I think I finally found somebody that talks more than I do. It was it was a long search, and it took you know three years of us starting this and accumulating this and reaching out and meeting people. But I think we finally found someone. I'm telling you, Ed gives me a run for the money and talking. I, that's I, for sure. It, it took a while. But, it did. And we, who knew they were in our backyard in Atlanta? That's what I'm saying. In hot Atlanta. That's one thing. It wasn't hot this past weekend in Atlanta. No, it was cold as mess. It was cold. It was a mess. I, but I tell you, what's a mess? Was a mess. You came up to him and you called oh, me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you called me and I, you said, hey. I had a concern. Hey, did you see that eclipse? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Odd Rod, that eclipse was like three months ago, dude. Get, get, longer get than that. It. Yeah, it was longer even longer. Long, you're, you're thinking about the wrong eclipse, though. But, yeah, well, I am because you showed me a picture of it. I almost had a wreck. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I almost I almost had a wreck when I saw it, too. So we all remember the uh, Mitsubishi eclipse. We, I mean, if you watch Fast and the Furious, pfft. Dude, if you went to high school in the '90s, you always every hot girl drove an Eclipse. That's true. That is true. Yeah, this was a chick car or I, I Paul Walker's, but I won't. What else? I could name a few, but I won't. Yeah, I mean, I can too. We got one in the studio that That's drove right. an Eclipse. That's right. But I mean, I'm telling you, it's like I mean, all the hot girls drove Eclipses and yeah. Paul Walker and Paul Walker. <laughs> and uh, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, he's Tuna cute no too. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's 2018. He's all right. He's a pretty man. He's a good-looking man. You know what I mean? But but that's the thing. But now, then the eclipses kind of got big. Yeah, they kept putting on and weight. And then they kind of got funny-looking, like a kind of, I don't know, like generic-looking. And then they went away. They looked swollen. Yeah, they swollen. And then they went away. And then they went away, and now they've come back. They've Caitlyn Jennered the situation. All right. The best way to <laughs> describe it. a verb. It is now. Um, well, it has became a crossover. So. A crossover SUV. So it has crossed over to a whole other realm of vehicle. Yeah. Um, but the all-new Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. Cross. And basically, it's the best way to describe it. I want to paint you a picture. It, it, Take a Pontiac Aztec. It's a pretty Aztec. Take a Pontiac Aztec <laughs> and put Mitsubishi emblems on it. So make it leak oil. And then you've got an Eclipse Cross. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if, a hideous vehicle. If, if, the, if they made the Aztec today, this is exactly what it. If would the look devil like. got in the crossover business, that's what he'd be making. With, My first thought upon looking at it is not FCC friendly. Yeah, well, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> the, the things that I said over the phone when he sent me that picture were not FCC friendly. Well, I don't. They weren't friendly at all. I'm not even going to post pictures to it on our Facebook page yeah, because I don't, I don't think that. they're FCC friendly. I think it would crash Facebook. I think that's just I, I a bad it, thing. I think it will. I can't. You know, and and really. You Get blocked or something for that. Really, um, I just, ban- I, just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about this on the air to you know just share how hideous it is. It that's, is it's horrible. Like, that's what point are, blank. What are they doing over there? I mean, the eclipse stands to be an actual like a, a collector car one day. 
Oh, be, they already are. Yeah, I mean, the right number of eclipses, they actually stand well, to be... Oh, you get your all-wheel drive turbos and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Those were, if those, you can find a clean one, they're bringing money now. How about an Eagle Talon? Oh, exactly. Eagle Talon. Oh, it's like the man's version of the eclipse. <laughs> is there and, such and thing? I, and I know, where a nice, I know where a nice one is, but... Um, regardless, yeah, I mean, what the crap is this mess? They, they had, you know, Mitsubishi is not known for powerhouse performance cars, but they had a platform there well, that they could have rebranded themselves with, the, and, and they did. The, they they the, now, you, now, now, you got to be careful now when you're talking about DSM now, because we talk about powerhouse cars. How about a 3000 GT? Yep. Conquest. The VR4. The Conquest. The, yeah, but what do we have? The Chrysler Stereon. Stereon or the Chrysler Conquest. There was some good ones in there. There, there was. And the, the Eclipse fell right in that category, but this? Yeah, that's horrible. They've that's bad. Way. What does Mitsubishi have in terms of great cars nowadays? Nothing. Nothing. And what they were known for uh, back in the 3000 GT, the Eclipse days, they were known as like tech powerhouses. Yeah. Now you get that. Well, I mean, you had the VR4s. They had like remote splitters and rear steer. I mean, these things were way ahead of their time. Way, way and ahead. now we have this. And now you've got someone who evidently rear flip up seats. The yeah. designer of this must have obviously worked at Pontiac at some time because he has some Aztec features following over in this. Maybe he was trying to relive the Aztec. You know, the Why worst. Why would anyone of, want to relive the Aztec? Maybe he was trying to correct his wrong ways. I tell you, when the Aztec first came out, they actually gave one to the winner of Survivor. And I think he gave it back. I don't blame him. <laughs> Can I just have cash? Hell, he, <laughs> hell he What sur- am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> hell, he survived the show. Why would he have to be forced to survive driving that thing around? I've been, I've been eating worms for a month, and you give me this? Kind <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of puts you in the mind of uh, Blues Brothers. I've been in jail for this long. You come pick me up in a police car? That's right. <laughs> it's like, golly. At least it's got cop shocks. <laughs> cop brakes. That's cop horrible. Engine. I mean... This is the thing with the Mitsubishi. And Mitsubishi, I'll be honest with you. I mean, you might as well go ahead and start throwing dirt on them because they're dead anyway. But, I mean, it's just like, like the eclipses. Like I said, they bring back memories. That's what hurts my heart. Because you've seen Eclipse, those, you knew there was a good-looking chick driving are, it. You know, Eclipse. Or Paul Walker. <laughs> but Paul see, Walker holding it down for all the homegirls. See, see I, I was 10 years behind you. When I came up, every young kid with uh, blonde streaks in his hair drove one. I didn't have blonde streaks. I didn't say you did. I said when I came up in school, every blonde-haired kid or every blonde streak kid had one. Well, every kid when I go to school had blonde streaks in his hair. That was just kind of the thing. Oh. Well, well, you would have come up also after Fast and the Furious came out, I'm guessing. So uh, that definitely when, changed. When was the first Fast and the Furious? Well, 99? Yeah, yeah, see, I, I had high school, high school enough forward, so yeah. Yeah, so you were 10 yeah, years old. Yeah, it was actually cool to have an eclipse when I came through, I guess. You, you were 10 years old. Y- no, yeah. And you what? were 10 in 99. Yeah, well, n- I was 9 or 10, yeah. I was 10 he, in the last five days in 99. He was 10, 10, when Paul Walker was whipping around in the clips with a 13-speed transmission in it. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> he was 10. Do you realize, what, do you know what I did when Fast and Furious... I was driving my car to the movie theater. I drove my five-liter Mustang, and me and my buddy Rob Downs went out looking for Hondas after. Yes. We went out street racing after watching (laughs) The Fast and Furious. We're the reason they had to put a warning in front of the DVD. I mean... Uh, You know, I own the DVD with the warning. Exactly. You, You... you're welcome. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Uh, there's just some things. It's so cool to be like, it usually sucks being old, but this is the one time it's okay. 
It's all right. Back in my day, Robert. <laughs> Back in my day, it was cool to have an eclipse. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so much when I came up there. Yeah, well, not so much, but you know yeah, what I mean. Not so much. I tell you what's kind of funny. My first wife had an eclipse. Is that a fact? And her man-hating friend had a matching one, which is even weirder. Uh, you know what? You you kind of answered your own question there. Your first wife had an eclipse. <laughs> the end. Yeah. That tell you something about Mr. Beaches. Exactly. It's just bad for business. They bring upon divorces. That's what they do. <laughs> I've heard of cars bringing about divorces, but ain't none of them, none of them ever had the diamond star. <laughs> the diamond star murders. The, uh... Well, I didn't come here today to just bash on Miss Species. We got some cool stories to tell, though. We, we do have some cool stories because you know, we're talking car stories right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And this is the thing about Hot Rods and Happy Hour is I love it because we have the freedom to talk about it. And I believe it, and Richard, I know, believes it because I already talked to him about it. And I know Robert knows it because he knows me. Yeah, I do. Any good car has a good story behind it. I think that's fair to say, actually. And we've got a few really good car stories coming up for you guys. Well, so, you know- so, Richard, you got any good car stories? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know some, I know one about a certain El Camino that gets me every time. I don't know if we want to talk about that on the air. And I know Odd Rod has good ones. Yeah, I, I might have a couple. You, you, know, were, you were telling people in Atlanta about these car stories. Well, I mean, there's that one. But, you know, that's that's you know that's a good one. That's what I'm screaming. I mean, but, you know, you're right. Every, every good car has a good history, too. I mean, like my first car. My first car was a 63 Bel Air, which is the pimped-out version of it, or de-pimped version of an Impala. And, you know, great car, all that, but it, it lived a sheltered life, and that's something cool to know about the car. When I got the car, it had 74,000 miles on it, and that's because Grandma drove it to church every Sunday and then went to the grocery store. And then somewhere along the ways, this thing got de-grandmawed real fast, and I ended up with it, and I de-grandmawed it even more, and the car lives on today. I actually totaled the car, and it was restored, a four-door car, too, that's 283 crazy. Power Glide car. It was restored back to how I built it, and it lives on somewhere in North Carolina, last I heard. But, I mean, yeah, all cars have a story like that, and it's cool to find them out. But And we'll tell about some here in just a few, but we got to go to commercial again. That's right, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We're talking car stories. We had the story master himself, Mr. Ed Bullion, on earlier. And then we, we had did. Odd Rod sharing a little story with us about his 63 Bel Air crew cab. There's plenty of stories with that car. Oh, there's always a lot of stories. It's, it's a four-door car that was made in the 60s. Do you realize how many kids were made in the back of that thing? Uh, I, I practiced a few times. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we're painting a picture nobody wants to see. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, while, we're, while we're hitting on it, I'm just It's saying. the Lord's Day, Odd Rod, it all right? Is, Let's just is. keep it there, all okay? Right, all right. Let's keep it holy. Fair mm-hmm. enough. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Well, practice just, makes perfect. I'm t- well, that's what they keep saying, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. But, and that's the thing that's cool about a story. So I thought I'd share maybe a car story I got. You know I mean? You, I'm, you I'm, might have one or two. Maybe. 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 One that, are they FCC compliant? Uh, that's sketchy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wasn't looking for a job when I found this one. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, there's so many Feeling stories. Mutual. <laughs> I actually got a, a really funny story, and it's very ironic. Um, I was talking earlier about my C3 Corvette, and uh, you know, I get my love of Corvettes from my dad. My dad was a Corvette. I still is a Corvette yeah, guy. Yes. Um, I was about to say, was? <laughs> when I was about 10 years old, my dad had an 81 Corvette that was very odd. It was actually a bright white Corvette Coupe, C3 Coupe, 
But the thing that was cool about it is it had like an orange interior, Ooh. like a camel colored interior. And he actually bought it out of Clemson, South Carolina. And this thing was immaculate. I mean, it was a low mile car. This was probably mm, early, uh, early to mid 90s. We're riding down Pleasantburg in it. Well, my dad, and it's so funny, a mechanic is the world's worst with their cars. My dad's probably one of the most mechanically inclined people I know. He can. I, there's nothing he can't fix. But his car had a bad master cylinder on it. And he drove it like that for probably three months. You know, with the brake light on on the dash. He knew it was wrong. And we were out riding around, just me and my dad and his Corvette on a Sunday afternoon. Well, we're right there at 291 in Wade Hampton. The red light at Red Lobster hits the brakes. Pops a LTD station wagon right in the back. Whew. And it just, I mean, just put a couple little stress cracks right in the corner of the nose, of the rubber nose. No harm, no foul. They didn't call the cops out there. All right. So keep in mind where we're at. We're at the red light right there, Woodlawn Mortuary, Red Lobster, 291 Wade Hampton. Steve's Muffler Shop on the right. I'm painting you a picture. Mm. Drawing you a map now. All right. So fast forward 20 years later. I'm riding down the road in my C3 custom Corvette that just so happens to have a bad master cylinder on it because I just didn't take the time to fix it. So I'm cruising around, <laughs> and I'm riding down 291, and I'm playing on my phone, and I'm driving, and I'm cruising down the road. Come come down 291, headed towards Wade Hampton Boulevard, went to hit the brakes. Boom. I hit a Ford station wagon in the back, <laughs> literally within 50 feet of where my dad hit that one at, for the same reason. <laughs> well, I not my car had a fiberglass nose on the front of it and a big fiberglass fairing on the front. And it made a crack probably about three inches long on the front spoiler and that's all it did to it. I mean I was I was probably going five mile an hour when I when I hit it. Well the lady obviously pulls into the parking lot right there, the little muffler shop that's on the right. And uh and it was so funny because we pulled at virtually the same spot that, that I sat in as a child with my father. I'm sitting there with this lady with my Corvette now. Why, why do I feel like this story's going to take a twist for the worst? Actually, it's hilarious how it is. <laughs> the, uh, it's actually a, it's actually a win, and I hope my insurance agent isn't listening to this. But the funniest part about it was I'm in the wrong. I hit her in the back, and I mean, in the state of South Carolina, yeah. she could be backing up the road. I'm still wrong. Okay. So we pull over. This lady is having a condition. Lord, I hope we didn't mess up your Corvette. That thing is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it made a scratch on her back bumper, like a little red scratch. She said, I'm not worried about this thing. Look at that Corvette. It cracked your spoiler on the front of it. Well, I didn't think nothing about it. And she said, I'm fine if you're fine. So she leaves. Whew. Well, I started thinking about it. Well, she must have called and reported it. Well, when she did, obviously my insurance company found out about it, and they said that, that you were in a little accident. We want to make sure your car's okay. And I said, well, just crack the spoiler. Well, they sent an insurance, they sent an adjuster out to look at my car. Well, obviously, you're not going to find a custom spoiler in a crash book. No. So he looks up a full Greenwood body kit for this car. Now, keep in mind, these things were like 4800 bucks. They wrote me a check for that and the body shop to install. I got about nine grand from that three-inch crack. <laughs> Which was your fault. That was my fault to begin with. <laughs> and, and I thought, like, I'd hit that lady again today. That was, that was a win. Did you get her number? <laughs> I should have. She wasn't bad looking. She wasn't bad looking. She was kind of lucky. I liked her. But, I mean, Only but, you. But the thing that was funny was the spot that it happened in. I mean, that was just in the same spot, same reason, same car. 
If you buy another Corvette, don't go that way. Yeah, I'm not going down. If I well, buy, I don't know, though. Maybe do go that way. Yeah, actually, this one actually worked out kind of good, you know? But, I mean, a C3 vet going down 291 or North Pleasantburg there, that's bad. That's real bad. How about you, Richard? You got anything? Screwing over the insurance um, company probably is not that good either. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? Hey, hey get, them, get them in where you can. Get them before they get you. That's why uh-huh. I say. Oh, that was a fun one. Since we're talking about Mitsubishi's, um, when I was 15 years old, uh, I had three older brothers. Uh, and in 1993, my middle brother, Ken, bought himself a brand hammer new bright red five-speed Dodge Stealth. Ooh. I just got my license. I was 15. Um, I don't know how it is for the kids today, but back then, when you were 15, you could get your license. And uh, my parents went out of town. For some reason, I was in high school, so I don't know. I guess that's school, but I was left at home by myself with this brand-new Dodge Stealth. But what my parents didn't know, and my brother, and Ken, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but probably not. Um, What they didn't know is that I knew how to drive a stick just fine. And uh, not knowing that, of course, they left the keys to this brand new red Dodge Stealth. So I uh, decided to try it out. Um, took it. Uh, I was just going to go to the garden spot, like steal some cigarettes or something. And uh, this is what kids do, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't think kids have changed any, Richard. I, I think. Well, now I mean, they're stealing hey, Tide Pods. Hey, I mean, I, I, I stole a pack of cigarettes from the garden spot on the way here. You know, I mean, you're good. <laughs> I took it. Uh, decided to take it down Wade Hampton, take it to Greer, and. Uh, I'm clipping along about in Greer, which is stupid. I'm doing about 70 miles an hour. Yeah, that oh, is, that's that is bad. pretty dumb in Greer. Yeah. Cop car passes me and turns around, and I was right there at uh, what is it? Where river the road takes you to Riverside, Subaru. Yeah, Subaru. I was road. right there and going up that hill, and Subaru was right there on my right, and a cop couldn't see me because like he had we'd lost vision of each other. So I decided I'm gonna go for it. I would. So my first point. car chase. You're such an outlaw. Yeah. Um, I just nailed it down Subaru Road and never looked back. And uh, that was my first time running from the police. I'm telling I, you. You say that like we've done this several times in life. No, no. It was the time that I ran from the police. It's Very a, interesting. That's right, guys. And only here on Hot Rods and Felonies will you ever hear a thing like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, happy hour. That's yeah. the closest thing to legal that I could have told. Yeah, oh, I'm going to tell you something, Richard. You're my boy and all that, but you really concern me sometimes. <laughs> like, like, like you're on the prayer list. I'm just throwing that out there. I'll tell you some more concerning things as these commercial breaks coming up. I'm telling you, every time we get telling a good story, got to stop and get paid for it. I might have a running from police officer story here in just a minute, but we'll save that for after the break. All right, guys, stay tuned for some more incriminating information from Odd Rod right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Now, you was over here telling us about this cool... Richard done gave us a cool story. Richard, uh, Richard's the the new badass. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> God. He is. He's got street cred. Now, you won't, now you're challenging Richard's street cred with another story. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm... Well, there was a time I ran from the cops. I, I did it by proxy, though. I was guilty by association. You had to be in a car. Oh, I was in the car. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I, I just wasn't the guy matching the gas pedal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you had an accomplice. No, I was the accomplice, actually. Do tell. Okay, so <clears throat> flashback oh so many years ago <laughs> to my high school days. And a cousin slash friend uh, just got a 87 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme two-door. Black, red guts, and we thought it was the greatest thing ever. You know, it's, of course, it's the fastest car ever, duh. You know, 
You it's know. a G body. Yeah, it was a V8. You know, it was actually a 350 car, so it was a little peppier. Anyhow, we thought it was the greatest thing ever, and we're out playing around back roads of Union County, and, and the blue lights do come on at some point. And we took the places we took this car to make sure the cops did not follow. Um, if you're if you're really familiar with Union County, and you go toward the uh, county dragway area of Union County, heading up toward the Sumter National Forest area. There are a lot of back roads. There's a lot of access road for loggers and things like that. <clears throat> this Oldsmobile made it down one of those roads, and it came out on the other side. The cop car never followed us. But the hell we put that car through going down this access road for logging. Please tell me this thing had wire wheel hubcaps on it. No, she actually, you know the you know the uh, classic Oldsmobile mags. Yeah, that's that's what it had on it. Styled steel mags. <clears throat> Good looking car. Rolling it actually it was actually a great looking car. It's a beautiful looking car. Probably was before he took it down the <laughs> log trail. Yeah, let's just say this thing come out looking like a four wheel drive mud buggy on the other side. But we did escape the law because they didn't they weren't daring enough to chase us in the old P seventy one. That's all that matters. I'm so, telling you. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that that see that was that was like that was my only running from the law though, that was my only time. Now I did have a little altercation with the law. Fast forward a couple years and put me in the sixty three. This was like uh, this was actually my you having an altercation with anyone. <clears throat> I can't even imagine. No, not me. Um, this fast forwards to my college days. Actually, I was in the sixty three, and uh, I was leaving class one day. Well, I had a I had a professor. I don't even remember what class for. And a little backdrop on the 63, I think I've mentioned on here before, but it, it literally was four-door 63 Bel Air or Impala, for those who don't understand Bel Air. Um, and 283 car, it was a little hopped up. I mean, it had some nice bolt-on goodies and a little mild cam to it. Um, but all in all, is you know, 283, what, they made 200 what, the turbo fire made, what, 250 horsepower at best? I think it's 230. 230, there you go. This one probably done every bit of that with the added mods because it wasn't a turbo fire car. Power glide, so, you know, it's not really getting out of his own way. Well, anyhow, one of my professors had a 1966 Mercury Montclair with a 390 big block. Also a four-door car, big heavy car. Pretty, you know, size for size equally matched. And he wanted to race me. And I said, fine, we'll race. I said, come on. I said, I guarantee you, the old uh, small block Chevy's got what it takes to beat the old big block Ford. So we get on Thompson Boulevard in Union County, and if you're not familiar, it runs right past the Union, the city police department. It's a nice concrete straightaway. It's four lanes, so you can get two wide. And we ran them, leaving out of the university. Needless to say, the uh, Bel Air walked them, but these are two very obvious cars, and they stick out like sore thumbs. My Bel Air was blue on black, and his was bright red with a white top. Well, he carries on the Spartanburg. I have to go back to class. <coughs> So we get out and uh, yeah, we uh, leave off Thompson Boulevard after stretching the legs, and we get out on 176, which is the main highway. It turns into Pine Street in Spartanburg. And he heads on Spartanburg. I circle back around, and I'm coming down Thompson Boulevard, heading back toward Union. And all of a sudden, there's blue, light, blue lights in my mirror, so I pull over. And uh, it was a nice older officer, and uh, he, uh, he came up to the window. He said, uh, Mr. Pat, you just come through here? I said, yes, sir. And he said, uh, you mind telling me why you felt the need to drag race in front of the city police department? And I was straight up honest with the guy. I told him exactly what happened, what I told you guys just now. And he said, all right. He said, you got your license, registration, insurance? I said, yes, sir. Handed him all that. He came back to the car. <clears throat> he handed me everything. He said, Mr. Pettit, 
He said, I'm going to let you off with a warning just because we don't have your professor with you today. And he said, I just want you to be mindful the next time you feel the need to go drag racing. He said, please take this beautiful machine and head on down to our new drag strip here in Union County. And he said, you get back to class and have a good day. And let me off. Well, actually, and now, and funny that you told that story like that, because I've got a funny <clears throat> part of this one on something like that. Back in high school, my good friend Ben Mills. <laughs> Ben's, ben, me and Ben were tied all through high school. You remember Ben oh, Mills. Yeah, absolutely. Ben had a 98 Cobra. Yeah, I do remember that car. A 98 Cobra, white 98 Cobra. That was his baby. And I had a 94 Mustang GT convertible. And the Cobra boys always wanted to play with my GT. Hmm. Well, my GT was packing a little more heat than a stock Cobra. All right. Um, it had 14 gears in it and things like that, and we done a little work to it, too. Good Mustang it. stuff. Good Mustang stuff. This thing had a 0 to 60 with a Ferrari and a 0 to 100 with a school bus. <laughs> it took, yeah, I, took, I took all the horsepower I had and put it in one spot. Well, that's what you're supposed so, to do. So right there off the line, she was a ball of fire. I had to get you right then because I didn't have nothing else past second gear. <laughs> we were riding down, actually riding down Warren's Road, headed towards downtown, right there at Fairway Ford Used Cars, so the new Subaru dealership they're building now in Greenville. And we pulled right there to the red light, right there at Fairway Used Cars and CVS, right there at the intersection, Industrial Drive. Yep. We're sitting there, and Ben, we roll up, light turns red. Ben's looking at me. I'm looking at Ben. I look over, look over, look over your mirror, didn't see anything. I dropped the old Mustang down in low gear. I said, shoot, we're ready to go. I come up on the brake. It's automatic car. I come up on the brake a little bit, brought my RPMs up a little bit. We left the line, son. I put about a car length and a half on that Cobra right off the line. And then the blue lights came on. <laughs> but I was winning. Well, well, that's the most important part. He came in behind me. So he must have turned off industrial. He must have been coming up on it when he seen us go through the light. Well, Ben keeps going, which I don't blame him. I would. I took it for the team. I turned in. Now, keep in mind, I'm a 19-year-old kid driving a 94 Mustang GT with a dealer tag on the back of it. <laughs> Sitting there rattling the ground, loud pipes on it, all this stuff. And uh cop pulls me over. We pull over right there at the little Sunoco station right there on the right. And uh, pulled in, and he said, can I see your license and registration and your proof of insurance? And, of course, you know, with a dealer tag, all that was, why do you have a dealer tag on this car? And I had to explain that, whatnot. Well, Ben turns around. at the. There's a glass place across the street. He parks in that parking lot right across the street. So he gets on the speaker and tells him to come over there. <laughs> so Ben comes over in his car. Now he has us both. Well, he asked for Ben's license and registration proof of insurance. Wouldn't let us get back in the car. Made us stand outside the cars. <laughs> He kept us out there for an hour. I told Ben, I said, I'm going, I said, we're going to jail. You know that. And all I'm thinking about is I wasn't worried about going to jail. I wasn't worried about, you know, my car getting impounded. I was worried about the lie I'm going to tell my parents. You know, like, you won't believe this. <laughs> and uh, they're just picking on me or whatever, you know. I'm thinking how I'm going to make them believe this. This cop sat in his car on the phone. I'm like, he's calling in. He's calling <laughs> us in. We're going to jail. You know, whatever. He, gets, he hangs up his phone. He gets out of his car. Now, keep in mind, this is an hour we stood outside. He gets, And it's kind of cool out. This is fall. He walks over to us, has two blue pieces of paper folded over. Mm-hmm. 
hands me my information in that blue piece of paper, hands Ben his information in that blue piece of paper. He said, fellas, he said, I love fast cars. He said, I like your Mustangs. And he said, then things look badass leaving that red light. <laughs> and I love street racing, but I'm not dumb enough to do it in the city of Greenville. <laughs> Y'all fellas, take it easy and have a good night. He wrote us a warning ticket, and on it says, other checked street racing. <laughs> wow. He must have been on the phone with his old lady and just trying to spook us out. But we stayed there for an hour. I knew I was going. I already had oh, a he was good, making y'all sweat. I already had a good lie lined up and everything. He, he didn't making, even get to use it. He was making you guys sweat the, as those well. Those simpler was, times. Yeah, I mean, like, I went and did burnouts later just because I was mad. <laughs> get outside in the county. Yeah. <laughs> do some donuts. I mean, I want to go speed in the city again and get a, t- a real ticket. Like, I already built this up. <laughs> you already created your lie. I mean, I got all this. I got this awesome <laughs> lie cooked up. I mean, it was going to be great. Nope. Isn't that, isn't that awesome, though, how you already plot how you're going to get away with this? Oh, yeah, you know it. You know <laughs> it. But And that's the thing that's fun about those is these stories. And, I mean, this was so many years ago. But, I mean, and me and Ben still talk about that night to this day oh, yeah. every time we it, see each They'll be with you forever. They'll be with you forever. I'm telling you. It's kind of like I thought my ex-wife was going to be. <laughs> I'll tell you what don't escape us though is these commercial breaks and we have to take one right about now alright guys hang tight we're talking car stories right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD alright guys welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour we're talking car stories and Richard just shared one off of when he's on commercial break and I'll be honest with you this is a good car story yeah, this he, one you gotta tell everybody yeah we're gonna make him repeat this one all right. Well, uh, believe it or not, this one involves the police. Um, <laughs> Funny how most of these stories as, as do. As good car stories do. <laughs> I was about 20, 21 years old. Uh, I had my 88 Trans Am GTA 305 TPI five-speed car uh, with little cam, bolt-ons, quick car. And uh, one weekend, uh, it was late at night. It was like 5, 5.30 in the morning. Uh, we were coming no, back. It's, it's no longer late <laughs> at night, Richard. It's early the <laughs> yeah, next it's day. It's early in the morning. It's so very early the following morning. <laughs> um, me and uh, a couple of buddies of mine, a guy I went to high school with and a friend that we worked with, uh, we were coming back from his house down uh, 385, heading back towards Haywood Road, uh, like from the Simpsonville direction. And uh, my buddy Mike's sitting in the back seat, and uh, he says, uh, hey, man, how fast will this thing go? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Let's find out. So just killed this thing, this car. Uh, speedometer went up to 140, and, I mean, I, I swear, I think the needle broke off. And, uh, of course, I got my bright lights on because you want to be safe. Um, and I see a car <laughs> up in the distance. And funny thing about going that speed is a car up in the distance isn't up in the distance for very long. So as we approached it, it got in the left lane, and it slowed down a lot. I mean, like, to 30 and I see it's a fully marked Greenville City police cruiser. And, uh, you know, I'm doing 20 now on 385. And I'm telling <laughs> can you, can uh, you imagine this Trans Am shaking and the brake dust flying off as he's launching under the brakes? <laughs> I tell my buddies, I say, I'm not going to pass him. But uh, he didn't really leave me a choice. Uh, he basically stopped and uh, pulled in behind me. And I was approaching the Haywood Road exit, which was the exit we were going to anyway. And uh, he's behind me. No lights, you know, no, no drama. Um, I put my turret signal on. I turned left onto Haywood, and there was there used to be a Crown gas station right there. So I pull in there with my full tank of gas, and I pull up to <laughs> the pump, <laughs> pull around the building, uh, and uh, I get out like I'm going to pump gas, and I'm just praying. And here he comes very slowly, calmly around the building, got his arm out the window, window down. He stops. He puts it in park. He said, uh, son, come here for a minute. <laughs> so I walk over, and I'm like, well, this is it. I'm dead. 
So uh, I say, yes, sir. He said, uh, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. So the next time that you and your buddies are out at 5 in the morning racing down 385 at 155 miles an hour with your bright lights on, you'd be a little bit more careful here coming up on. I said, uh, yes, sir. I certainly will. He said, go home. <laughs> that was your slowest drive home ever. I oh, bet. it was. Uh, well, 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 I was shaking, so I couldn't like shift or do anything. It, so it's, it, it's funny. You it's tell, a very quiet drive home. You know, or you bounce off my story earlier. It's funny you said that. I had not as funny, not as elaborate, but I had an interesting thing like that happen to me. Um, when I first moved to Spartanburg, I lived over on the east side of town in uh, some apartments. And this was uh, my 96 Impala SS days, and I just put exhaust on it so you know you're excited as hell and you want to rev it everywhere you go because you <laughs> like hearing your exhaust. And um, You were that guy that shifted in neutral at red lights, didn't you? For the first couple months, I was that guy. First I th- couple I think, months. I think we've all been that guy at one point in time. <laughs> I think we have. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, um, everywhere, you know, you drive a car like that, you guys know it. People want to race you. If your car has an exhaust system on it, people just they want to race you. And um, I'm sitting there, uh, let's see, where where am I at? Right there at East Main Street and Pine Street, right where they cross over in Spartanburg. And I'm heading back toward the east side of town. And uh, we're step, sitting there right at a red light. Um, I think that first red light ends right there at like, the substation. And there's a really short red light distance to the next one, which is right there at Commerce University. And um, we're sitting there, so it's red light to red light. And I'm, I'm talking about you got like 200 foot, 300 foot maybe. And uh, there's a car right beside me, you know, and he's, like, revving up, wanting to race. And I I forgot what the car was, but I knew, like, there was an issue. I could definitely race him. And uh, so I hit it, and uh, the car ends up turning. There's a turn spot, I guess, in the converse right in between the two red lights. And I move over into the left lane. I just, like, got on it real hard and let off. It never sped, never done a burnout, never done anything like that. Just got up to speed and down real quick. Well, what I didn't see is, like, at the substation, there was a cop sitting there watching the entire thing. <laughs> and um, he pulls out and pulls up beside me at the next red light. And um, I see him roll down his window and motion for me to do the same. So I roll down the window. And he looks over. He said, son, he said, I like your car. He said, but I'm a really need for you not to leave this red light the same way you did the last one. He said... I said, yes, sir. He said, as a matter of fact, he said, where are you heading? I said, home. He said, that's a good place for the night. I love it. <laughs> and that was all well, that was said. See, now, and I've got a cool Spartanburg story. We used to love to street race on 26. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> and right there at Westgate Mall. And what we would do is we were smart about it. We'd videotape our drag racing things. So I had a video camera. Well, I had the convertible, so everybody liked the video out of my car. <laughs> so my buddy had a 99, like an edge body style GT. This car was a brand new car, and there was a, a fourth gen Trans Am that was running on 26. We would slow down, stop traffic on the two lane. We would hold traffic back, let them heat their tires up where they need to and take off. The guy swerved on him, and he barrel-rolled the 99 GT right there. There's a concrete gutter, like a, a drain, right there. He rolled that car and landed upside down right there in that ditch. And, I'm th- and I've got it all on tape, which is the craziest thing. So we pull over, you know, make sure they're okay. And luckily, both it was him and his girlfriend in the car, and they were okay. And uh, you should have seen the people coming out of the woodwork. I mean, because you got to think about it. You start stopping traffic for five minutes on 26, you've got a traffic jam going. Well, it probably was not the smartest move in the world by doing this, 
people started pulling up. They were street racing. <laughs> and the very first thing I said was, everybody all right? Y'all look good. All right, we'll see you guys. We got to go. <laughs> and uh, that car sitting there on its roof with cheater slicks on the back of it. I mean, it was like brand new. I'm talking about this GT probably less than 10000 Now, here's long. the real question. Do you still have the footage somewhere? Actually, it's probably somewhere I do have, like that big Sony Handycam. We're that gonna, wasn't very handy because it was like the size of a textbook. We're gonna have to dig that up. That, that's just that know, was that was we've passed statute of limitations in the state, so we're golden. That we was can, a that was a fun night. That was crazy. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, just to see that Mustang just barrel rolling down the highway, you know. <laughs> well, the fact that you weren't in the ditch with it, I mean, that does make the evening a and, lot funner. And, well, and, and the bad part was the next night we were out doing it again. That's I mean, we didn't even slow us down. No. I mean, you know, crap like that don't happen two nights in a row. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, how many times can you flip a Mustang? <laughs> exactly. Well, I know how many. I mean, I know how many times you can flip a Ford Ranger. Yeah, too. Quite a few. <laughs> exactly. Quite a few. The uh, I mean, and that's the thing that's fun about these stories, you know, in their youth. And I would never want to tell these stories to my kid. <laughs> Thank God I don't have any. Because I would never tell these stories. Because I was scared. I'm glad I don't have kids. Because if they did half the things that my parents thought I did. Oh no! You you see, if you had kids, they'd be worse. Because I think God has a funny way of punishing people for that. Way. Oh man, my kid would have like hoofs and horns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And that's not because of who you date. That's just. Yeah. Really? That's that's messed up. That's messed up. This was all about the prom date joke last week, wasn't it? It, it kind of is. That, that, was a, that was a stab. That hurt. How often do we have a girl in the studio? And there you go. Way to go, Robert. And I'm using your government name. Yep, that's it. Well, I don't have priors anymore, and that's a story for another episode. I'm telling you, you're killing me. You're killing me. You got, I tell you what, I feel, to be honest with you. Like, am I the, am, 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 quick question, though. Am I the only one in here that's been to jail for anything automotive? Related? <laughs> yeah, I've never. I've not. Well, see, they don't sell my like, hair product. Like Bookum Dano, I spent the night. Yeah, I don't know. I've never. No, I've never done it automotive related. I'm trying. Uh, there have been cars involved before, but uh, I don't know. It's say automotive related. <laughs> I want to tell you something. You guys are, are like the people my mom warned, warned me about. I mean, you really, really weird me out. I Funny. Mean, my mom told me to stay away from used car salesmen, so I didn't listen either. Hell, I thought I was a bad guy. Y'all make me sound like <laughs> oh, a no, saint. Oh, no, you are. You are, but <laughs> we I mean, just do it differently. That's I mean, all. like, here I am. I thought I'd come walking in. It's like the bad man. I'm over here like, you know, a Cabbage Patch kid or something. What's up with that? All right. Well, maybe maybe next week we might do round two of car stories because this has been pretty fun, but we're going to wrap it up for this week. We're out of time. All right, guys. i tell you what. I want to thank everybody for listening and playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.